Hey there, I'm Rachel Corbett and welcome to another episode of Small Change, the podcast that's all about the small changes you can make that'll make a big difference to your finances. Now, we all know that super is important, but also, how does it work? And how do you choose the right fund if you don't have a clue what you're doing? Well, Stockspot's Chris Bricky is here with some tips on how to get the most out of your super. And remember that the tips on this potty are general. So if you want to make changes to your super account and find a solution that works for you specifically, then make sure you get in touch with a qualified financial advisor. Okay, over to you, Chris. So superannuation is something we all have in Australia. It's not something people really like to talk about. It's not very exciting because for a lot of us, it's a long way off till we actually get to benefit from it. But really making great decisions early on is going to have an enormous impact on your retirement once you get there. We know that the median super balance between males and females is also very different in Australia. The average balance for a, a male at retirement is $204,000 versus the average female, which is around $147,000. And so really making great decisions when you're younger is going to set you up for not only having a bigger balance, but also for a lot of the females out there that have been out of the workforce for a period of time are able to help to bridge that gap and make sure that you can live a comfortable retirement when you get there. So what we found in our annual super fund research, which is called the Fat Cat Funds Report, is that the average Australian in their 30s investing in the wrong super fund by the time they get to retirement could be losing upwards of $200,000. And so really making the right decisions is going to mean the difference between being able to go on something like 10 world-class trips around the world or not when you get to the age of 65. Fortunately, I've got a few great tips that anyone can use to make sure that they're in the right fund and really close that gap today because you really need to act now in order to close that gap in the future. I've researched thousands, literally thousands of super funds every year to find this out. And the data is really compelling. And and my tips are going to explain the few simple things you can do to make sure you can comfortably retire. So tip number one would be to find a super fund that has the right amount of growth investments versus defensive investments based on how old you are. And so what we know is that the younger you are, the more capacity you have to have more growth investments in your portfolio. Growth investments are things like shares and property. And generally, people in their 20s or 30s should have most of their super invested in a high growth balance because that is a balance that's going to allow you to have higher compounding returns over time to drive a higher balance. And actually, when you're young, it doesn't matter if there's a bit of share market ups and downs in the short term. If there's a crash next week, it doesn't matter because you're retiring 30 or 40 years away. So you can afford to take more risk and you're going to be rewarded for taking more risk. On the other hand, if you're older, if you're in your 50s or 60s, you're really approaching retirement, you can't really afford to take that level of risk because if there is a big market crash event and you lose 50% of your money, that could really put a dent in your retirement. And so the research shows that as you approach retirement, it makes sense to reduce the amount of growth assets in your portfolio and take a more defensive stance. So have more assets like uh, fixed interest, which are, are government bonds or cash or term deposits, because that's going to help to protect you. That doesn't mean you shouldn't have any growth assets. It just means you've got to have a more balanced approach as you get older. So 
Tip one is find the right mix of investments, and younger means more growth, older means more defensive. Tip number two, and I think this is the absolute most important one, but one that most people miss, and actually one that a lot of funds don't even like to disclose, is find a fund with low fees. So I know in most areas of life, when you pay more, you get more. Investing is just not like that. So when you invest, the more you pay, the less you get. It's counterintuitive, but you actually want to find the cheapest fund possible because there only is a certain amount of returns out there every year. And any fees that you pay always come out of your pocket and are paying the fund managers that are investing your money. And there's no evidence that paying more money to a fund manager actually gives you a better return. So... I see a lot of super funds falsely advertising that by paying them more in fees, they're going to get you a better result. By analyzing thousands of super funds, we just haven't found that to be the case. So low fees, incredibly important. We found the difference between investing in a fund that's charging 2% per year, which unfortunately is still common, versus a fund that's charging half a percent per year. If you're invested in it from your 30s to your 60s, will have the impact of $250,000. A quarter of a million dollars more you'll have if you simply cut the costs in your super. Most people don't even think about that and probably think that a fee of 1% or 2% is okay. It is not okay. That is just transferring your retirement and your wealth to some fund manager or to some super fund so that they can enjoy a better retirement. So keep your money for yourself, keep your fees low. Tip number three, switching too often. So we saw this unfortunately a little bit during the COVID pandemic, people got really worried about their super. They got worried that their super was going down and just at the wrong time after the market had already fallen, they switched out of a strategy that was high growth into a defensive strategy hoping that they could wait until things got better before they moved it back into high risk. Now, what we know is that markets are usually ahead of the news cycle. And so by the time things sound really bad, it's already reflected in the prices. And we saw a lot of super fund members, unfortunately, switch into very defensive strategies around mid-March 2020, right at the bottom of the market. And that's exactly when you shouldn't have been doing that. And by doing that and waiting, people unfortunately have left a lot of money on the table that they could have been keeping within their retirement savings. So when market events happen that seem a little unnerving, you know, I I know it can be a bit nerve wracking seeing your super balance go down, but try and avoid changing your strategy to try and time the market. There's no evidence that it's, it's possible. And from everything we've seen, people usually make the wrong call and they invest by uh, letting their emotions take over, which is just the wrong way to do it. So in summary, I'd say there's three things you have to get right in order to make sure that you're in the right long-term super product. One is make sure you're in the right mix of assets. You know, incredibly important to get the right amount of growth when you're young. Second is ensure you're in a fund that's charging low fees. You know, definitely under 1% a year, ideally even less than that. And then third, don't be tempted to switch when markets seem unstable. You know, when there's a war or when there's volatility, it's already reflected in the prices. So you're not doing anything by selling and actually you're going to harm your retirement balance by doing that. You heard the man, no panic shifting. Although one thing you can do, panicked or otherwise, is leave us a little five-star review if your podcast app lets you do it. And I will catch you on Friday for another episode.